feeling stuck in your tracks? Are you a music producer or artist who's ready to take their music to a professional level? If the answer is yes, then I want to connect with you for a free production potential discovery call. In this free 20-minute session, I'll analyze your workflow, identify improvement areas, and help you figure out the single action step that you need to focus on to unlock your music's potential. So if you're a music producer or artist who's ready to take their music to the next level, then my free production potential discovery call is for you. Hop on my calendar today by going to www.synthmusicmastering.com. You're listening to the Inside the Mix podcast with your host, Mark Matthews. Hello and welcome to the Inside the Mix podcast. I'm Mark Matthews, your host, musician, producer and mix and mastering engineer. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about your favorite synth music artists, music engineering and production, songwriting and the music industry. I've been writing, producing, mixing and mastering music for over 15 years and I want to share what I've learned with you. Hey folks, uh, welcome back to another Inside the Mix music production tutorial. Once again, as with the first one a few weeks ago, this is going to be a short snippet into what I like to do in my mixes. Now, that being said, I am not the oracle on this. This doesn't mean it's necessarily correct, um, but it's what I do. And if it is good, if it sounds good, it is good. Let's get it around the right way. So it's food get my uh, put my teeth back in it is food for thought so with that in mind uh, what we're going to look at today are vocal uh, mixing techniques so imagine i'll be given a vocal uh, i've gone through i've edited uh, top and tailed the tracks as well or the audio regions depending on which daw and which terminology you want to use semantics Okay, and then what I like to do is I like to go through gain staging. Now, I don't go through appropriate gain staging with all of the tracks in my session. And that's a whole other episode in itself and one I'll dedicate, an episode I will dedicate to further down the line. But one technique I like to use is pink noise. And once again, in a future episode, I'll go through that. But imagine we're in a situation now where I'm gain staging. Now, gain staging is important. And it's, if you don't gain stage effectively, it is detrimental to your mix. Um, and it will make it harder for you in the long run. It will affect all sorts of things, um, in particular the dynamics of your mix. So what I like to do is, when it comes to gain staging with a vocal, for example, so I've got this vocal track here, uh, I insert a gain plugin. So I've got my lead vocal here, and I've got my gain plugin. So I'm using Logic. Uh, I've inserted a gain plugin on my track, and what I do is I'll, I'll play it through. So this is what it sounds like uh, without any sort of gain processing applied. There was a time when I okay, uh, so quite a nice lush vocal there uh, with a bit of neo-verb on it as well. Obviously, uh, that's something I'll address later on. Um, but in this instance, let's turn that off. Let's listen to it without. There was a time when our love crystallized. There was a time when our love crystallized. Now, at the beginning of that audio region, I've just noticed there's actually a click or a pop. So I'll go in with some post-production and get rid of that later on. Um, but So don't worry about that too much right now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to look in... Uh, so in Logic in particular, I like to mix using what's called the pre-fade meter. Or pre-fade metering. And if I look in my track and my metering... There was a time when our love crystallized. So it's peaking around minus nine, which is a bit high, a bit hot for what I want for this particular vocal. So overall, what I'm going to do is I'm going to insert... Well, I've inserted it. I'm going to use the game plugin, and I'm going to pull that down. So let's play. There was a time when our love crystallized. 
Okay, and I'm looking for anywhere between sort of minus 18 to minus 12 dB. Obviously, I don't want to go in and totally flatten it because I want it to have some dynamic range in there. So I've got minus 0.57 dB. So let's play that through. There was a time when our love crystallized. So at the end of this vocal in particular, now it's not overly hot, but what I might want to do is I can see, just looking at the waveform, that it's slightly bigger than the others. So using automation, so I've got the automation lane open here, and I've selected the gain plugin, and it's set to read. I'm just going to create a node just before. So let's go through. There was a time when our love crystallized. So it's crystallized. So on that part there, I'm just going to put a node in, and then I'm just going to drop it down. Like, that's probably too much. Let's make that a bit bigger. Okay. Let's, let's try that. So drop it there down slightly. Really subtle. So overall, minus 5.7 dB using the game plugin. And then when it gets to crystallize, I've automated it so it goes down to minus 6.4. And the idea being, it's going to take the load off the compressor. So the compression plugin I'll go through later on or another tutorial, it's going to take the load off that. So it's not going to, there are not going to be drastic, dramatic peaks. So if you do have a vocal track come through that is dynamically very different, so quiet passages, louder passages, what I suggest trying out is automation of a gain plugin in your gain staging. So go through, identify where those peaks are, and then automate the gain level just to catch those peaks and bring them down. Now obviously don't do it so it's detrimental to your mix and it sounds... Um, it doesn't sound natural, but just bring it down slightly so that it takes the load off of the compressor. So give that a go and see how you get on. Let's take a quick break from this episode so that I can tell you about a free resource that I made for you. It's a PDF checklist that describes what you need to do to properly prepare a mix for mastering. So you've done the hard work and you love your mix, yet suitably preparing a mix for mastering is often overlooked by musicians, resulting in delayed sessions, excessive back and forth conversation and frustration on both parts. I want to help fix that. So if you want this free resource, just go to www.synthmusicmastering.com as this checklist will help and guide you to make the mastering process as smooth, transparent and exciting as possible. So again, the URL is www.synthmusicmastering.com for this free preparing a mix for mastering checklist. Let's get back to the episode. Okay, so this next technique is a technique that I like to use and I've magpied this from the great Bobby Ozinski and his mix engineer handbook is amazing and fantastic and I strongly encourage you to go and check it out if you haven't done so already and also follow him online and I'll put a link to the handbook in the show notes. So this particular technique, what it does is it uses three reverb sends. Now, I'm a huge advocate of busting out uh, time-based processing. And um, there is a reason for that. One of the main reasons I like to use it is the automation of the send. Um, so in this instance, I've got three reverbs. I've got a short, I've got a medium, and then I've got a long. So what I've done is I've used a website called Reverb Time Calculator, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And what it enables me to do is I can put in 130 BPM, the BPM of this track, and it gives me an approximate uh, reverb decay time and also a pre-delay. Uh, sorry, a pre-decay rather. And in doing that, um, it gives me a starting point for my reverb. So I can go in there, put that in, I can start mixing straight away. And then I can come back as I listen to the track in the mix and actually start to move and change those values to suit the mix itself. 
So in this instance, I've got my vocal track again, and I've got three sends, or zero sends, 21, 22, 23, and they are post, uh, post pan. So <clears throat> what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play without. So this is the vocal. There was a time when our love crystallized. Okay, and what I'm gonna do now is in the short reverb, I'm just gonna pull it up. So what I've used is I've used verb suite. And this verb suite, I've got a vocal plate on there and it's set to 455 millisecond decay with a pre-delay uh, of uh, 3.5. Um, to correct myself earlier, I'm gonna correct myself again. I said pre-decay and then pre-delay. Get my words mixed up today. It's very, very hot in the UK at the moment when I'm recording this. Um, so my apologies. So let's dial that in. So let's play this. There was a time when our love crystallized. There was a time when our love crystallized. There was a time when our love crystallized. Okay, gives it a nice bit of width, a nice vocal plate, very clean sounding. I do like that. Okay, so the next one, let's dial in our medium. So for the medium, once again, I'm using Verb Suite. Um, I've got 1.8 on decay. Uh, it's a plate again. I do like my plates. Um, they're not just great for eating off of. And you've got a 28 uh, millisecond pre-delay, which is probably quite high. It's probably higher than what I want. But let's dial that in and see what it sounds like. There was a time when our love crystallized. There was a time when our love crystallized. Okay, so it's sounding nice and lush. It's sounding nice and the spread on it's really nice as well. And it's not overbearing and it's just sort of like pulling together. But it's not swamping the vocal, which is key here. Um, and it's one thing I try and st stress with my mixes. There's one thing I'm not massively keen on with my mixes is swamping the vocal. So, and then what we have is a mammoth long reverb. Now, this is a huge reverb. It's 3.4 um, seconds on the decay, which is massive. Um, and it's a whole reverb, this one in particular. But once again, using a plate. Um, so the pre-delay on this is 52, which once again is probably quite high. But with this one, it's very subtle. I probably won't have too much of it in the mix. So I'm just going to bring it in. There was a time when our love crystallized. There was you can a hear time when love it starts to swamp the vocals. So I'm just going to duck it back. Okay, so the great thing about this technique is you can have these three reverbs. You can play around with the values depending on what effect you want to get. But they stick to the vocal but they don't overbear it and they don't muddy the vocal. Um, what I also suggest doing, now these particular plugins, they do come with EQ, so you can roll off the lows and add a bit to the highs and the mids as well. And I, I always sort of roll off the lows beyond a point and the highs as well, but I always do it in context of the mix. So what I'm going to do now is, um, it is a very hot day and I'm hoping that my computer will not crash because of the heat when I play all this together. So let's have a listen without the reverb in context of the mix. Okay, and let's play with. I'm just going to boost the long reverb. It's probably too much now, let's bring it back. That's with. Without. With. 
Now, as I say with that, you can hear that it's not muddying the mix. It's not muddying the vocal. It's a really, really nice technique. Um, if you want to learn more about the, the history behind the technique, do go and research Bobby Ozinski and look in that particular book. But that is it for this episode. So two techniques that I hope give them, will help. Give them a try. So that's gain staging and automating the gain plugin. And then there is the vocal technique of using the short, medium, and long reverb. Um, as always with this, feedback is the only way that I can grow this podcast and make it better. So any feedback is much appreciated, whether that's via Instagram, Facebook group, or via email. You'll find um, the email in the show notes. Or as I say, any feedback is amazing um, and will help me only improve the, uh, the podcast and the, in particular these music production tutorials. So off the back of that, I strongly suggest if you're on Facebook, going to Facebook and searching Inside the Mix podcast community. And there is a group where you can go in and there's loads of exclusive podcast content, more tutorial videos and a really, really fantastic supportive network of artists and fans um, of the podcast. And also uh, loads and loads of fantastic music being released weekly in there. So please do go check that out. And uh, that is it for me today. And uh, look out for the next episode. Stuck in the mix? If you're a music producer or artist who's ready to take their music to the next level, don't forget to book your free production potential discovery call. Visit www.synthmusicmastering.com to book yours before you leave today.